Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, presented by Whelan, also brought to you by Hercules Tires. Now, with the latest NASCAR local, regional, touring, and international racing news and views, here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Hey everyone, and welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network. We've got a little bit of a different uh, scene set here for you. I'm Hannah Newhouse. Coming to you from my living room, Kyle Rickey uh, is trying to prove he is, again, at Stafford. Uh, I don't think anyone behind you, Kyle, is practicing social distancing, though. So we have learned a lot about technology in the last week. Last week, we did an audio show only because the studios at Motor Racing Network in Concord, North Carolina, are closed. In the days since, we have discovered Zoom. And in the days since we discovered Zoom, I discovered this chroma key feature that kind of sort of works. So uh, we're going to put Stafford Motor Speedway, my NASCAR home track, behind me because that's where I often do the show uh, during the summer months from their press box. Obviously, that's not happening here. So we're going to see if this chroma key feature holds up for the entire show. Well, maybe next week I'll try and get a uh, Meridian Speedway back behind. Yes. Although but I like your living room. We do have some technical difficulties with us. Give us, give us a big old smile here for us, Kyle. <laughs> See, the chroma key, is it, it, it's based on the wall behind you, and the wall is white. So when I smile or open my eyes wide, and you'll be able to see Stafford Speedway in my eyes, uh, which is weird, and on my teeth, so, and on the MRN logo on my shirt. So, you know, we're all learning this together. Again, I didn't know what Zoom was a week ago. And we're having fun with it at that. I mean, so, when we were doing test runs... You were at Disney um, multiple times. At one point, you were once again with your uh, celebrity crush. Am I not right? Who is it again? Cat, uh, Hillary, Hillary, Hillary Duff. Hil- was it Hillary I was Duff? Just taking, I was just taking pictures that were on my desktop, and it was a picture of Epcot on my desktop, so we put that behind me. And it was like I was at Disney World. So, again, yeah. we're all learning this together. Well, I guess we can get into some racing things here, uh, or lack thereof. Not a lot of racing, obviously, been happening on track. Everyone practicing uh, safe social distancing, washing their hands, staying at home. Uh, we thought we maybe had a glimpse of some racing on the horizon. We were set to go back racing, potentially at Martinsville. It was going to be that first opening weekend. But some news came out of uh, Virginia just recently that they're going to extend their stay-at-home uh ordinance as well as no large gatherings and that could hurt our, our martinsville weekends kyle which includes the nascar wheel and modified tour back for the first time at the martinsville speedway in a long time almost a decade um so we'll see what happens there nothing officially has been announced by nascar yet um as far as when in fact we don't know where any of these races that we have missed here the last three weeks will will jump into the schedule everything's been postponed Nothing's been canceled, and we expect the same 
for Martinsville, but right now it is set for uh, the first weekend of May, May 8th, May 9th, um, that Friday night under the lights at Martinsville for the Modifieds. Um, but you mentioned the, or the, uh, the order from the governor of Virginia, the stay-at-home ban now is, I believe, until like the second week of June. Yeah, so, June 30th, I think. Yeah, that's going to affect um, several race weekends there uh, because we're supposed to be in Richmond, I believe, the following weekend after Martinsville. So we'll see. Thompson was supposed to be this weekend. Obviously, that's been uh, postponed as well, the icebreaker. And unfortunately for us up here in Connecticut, it was going to be a spectacular weekend. 58 degrees on Saturday and like 64 degrees on Sunday. Nothing but sunshine. It would have been a perfect weekend to open up uh, the racing season up here in Connecticut. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, that's going to have to wait as well. We've had some irregularly nice weather as well down here in, in Concord, Charlotte area. It's been 80 degrees. Uh, it's been nice because we've been able to go outside. They're allowing us to go out on walks and that kind of stuff, take our dogs out uh, as long as you're practicing social distancing. So it's been nice that we've been able to get outside. Uh, of course, you had to trickle in some rainy days there. Wouldn't be the Charlotte area if not. But uh, right. I temperatures for racing, which I feel like is almost a little bit more of a jab. Of right. Like, racetrack right now but instead we are confined to our homes um i've gotten a ton of projects done so i can't complain too much about that as you can see i moved looks like you got some more to do once we get done here yes lack of uh living room furniture that is our next project so you know at this point we might just build a fort we've got all the time in the world who knows which, but, uh, which, I, which I have done with my niece yeah so. your niece is probably a lot younger than me <laughs> she is she's three yeah. Though so not by many years, but by a few. Yeah. But uh, speaking of postponements, too, uh, some news across the pond as well. Uh, the NASCAR Euro Series has postponed their brand's hatch race. Yep. I know Julia Landauer, uh, obviously one of our stateside racers here, was supposed to go run that full season. She is just distraught over all this. Obviously, this was a big break for her, the opportunity to go run that full Euro Series. And uh, what a bad time for a national or a global pandemic to hit. Thank God for her dad jokes, though, on social media. It's oh, yeah. keeping not only her entertained, but uh, all of her viewers, enter viewers entertained. Uh, Brands Hatch was supposed to be run June 6th and 7th. It was going to be the second race weekend uh, for the NASCAR Wheeling Euro Series there in the UK. Uh, their ban goes through June as well, so uh, they're not sure when they're going to reschedule that event. I believe it's going to be the end of the season. Um, on a positive note... 33 teams have signed up for the NASCAR Wheeling Euro Series, a record, uh, both in Elite 1 and Elite 2, same car, different driver. Uh, so now their current season opener in Most, Czech Republic, at Autodrome Most on June 20th and 21st. So hopefully by then, two and a half months away, um, we'll be on the, uh, the upswing from all this. We can all cross our fingers and hope we will be racing by then. Lots of virtual racing has been filling our time since then. We can talk about that a little bit later in the show. But uh, stick with us. We'll have JoJo Wilkinson, a late model driver from Alabama. She'll be on the show here a little bit later with us, talking about the last two years. She's had an eventful last two years for being pretty young. Um, but we'll get her here in just a short moment. But before we do that, we saw a couple weeks ago, Kyle, uh, ARCA, obviously, part of all of this has been postponed. I yep. uh, haven't really been able to run the first one being New Smyrna that they uh, – I'm sorry, Pensacola that they postponed there. Yep. Uh, but a driver that we know familiar to the ARCA West series looks like they might be making a, another run at that title. Yeah, Brittany's Mora drove for Bill McAnally Racing a year ago, announced on her social media accounts this week that she will drive for Jefferson Racing on a part-time basis. The ARCA West scheduled 
again, it's fluid, uh, supposed to be back on action or in action, Douglas County Speedway in Oregon on May 16th. So again, that's six weeks away. So hopefully they'll be able to resume their season at that time. I'm not overly optimistic, but you never know. I mean, nationally, we're, uh, we're on lockdown until, what, the 30th of April, I believe, is what the, the press said the other day. So hopefully May is a, a better month. Yes, one can hope. I know uh, after recording this, it is April 1st. We have no April Fool's jokes for you. Unfortunately, all of this is fast. I'm at Stafford Speedway. That is an April Fool's <laughs> joke. This is all an April Fool's joke, realistically. It is. Uh, but yes, March was the month that wouldn't end. It seemed like we're now in April. We've got, like you said, another 30 days. I know we live in a cul-de-sac now, and the kids in the cul-de-sac are practicing their social distancing, racing their bicycles. Anything to uh, get that racing fixed. But we'll take a quick short break here, and when we return, we'll dial up JoJo Wilkinson and talk to her about her past two years in racing. Wheeland designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheeland product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheeland is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. We're going 40 miles an hour. This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, I did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTire.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. All right, everyone, welcome back to NASCAR Coast to Coast. We are now joined by late model driver JoJo Wilkinson. Uh, First off, you're out of school here. Have you been doing anything exciting uh, with this free time that you now have on your hands? Um, with all this free time, it's actually been kind of boring because you can't go to the race shop. You can't hang out with your friends, really. I mean, you have a little bit of friends over, but that's about it. So just hanging around the house, getting stuff done. How's the online schooling going? I know most uh, students up here in the Northeast started the whole virtual learning this week. Um, how's it going for you guys down there? We haven't even started yet. We don't know whenever we're supposed to start either, so... <laughs> Hey, it works. I mean, it's yeah. just a long spring break for you guys. I mean, we'll we'll take it as we go. Yeah. Um, we'll get into your racing here. I want to start with uh, something that happened, I believe, last year. Uh, you were involved in a pretty good wreck that actually involved uh, your leg. You were in a boot for a while. If I am right, I believe it was broken at one point. Was it at Pensacola? Is that where it happened at? Yes, I am. It was at Pensacola at Five Flags. 
And that was uh, a pretty hard hit. Put you in a boot there for a while as well. Take us through that event and what happened and ultimately the next couple months of recovery because you were able to hop in a race car not but a few months later. Okay, so uh, we were actually at Grand American Race Car Shop about 20 minutes from my house, 10 minutes away, and me and Dad were sitting there working on the car, getting ready to go to Five Flags, and um, I was sitting under the lift, and Dad was letting the lift down. I was not paying attention, and it came down on my foot, and it fractured the top of my foot, and then I went to the hospital that night, and they said, um, if you're racing this weekend, we're not going to put you in a cast or anything. So here's a boot so you can walk around on it and just get your uh, feeling back and stuff. So that's what I did. And I was actually wearing an ankle brace during the whole race. So um, I kind of just got off the apron a little bit. And when I got off, um, I just spun around. And then at the end of the straightaway, I was sitting sideways. I had plenty of time to put it back, but it wouldn't start. So um, I kept trying to start it and then all of a sudden a car comes right there and t-bones me in the driver's side door um it was just a bad luck type of thing um nothing it was really nobody's fault um but yeah um that wreck it's really hard to talk about it because I don't really remember anything I had a concussion the only reason I got back in a car was because of how proud my dad was of me just actually um, not giving up and he told me that he was going to do it all for me and that God had a plan for me so if I wanted to get back in I could and then a week later we got a new race car Um, I was actually in a cast for about two months or so all during summer and then after I got out of the cast I got put in physical therapy didn't you win uh, pretty quickly once you got back in a race car, like your second race back, you were in victory lane? Yes, sir. Um, it was actually at Huntsville Speedway. Uh, the first race back was at Savory. I was just getting the feel of the car, and I ended up third. But um, we went to a bigger race up at Huntsville Speedway, and I knew what the car could do. I knew what I could do, so I gave it my all, and then I gave it 110% just like my crew did. And um, God was really looking over me at that time. Now, I want to bring up, you mentioned your dad there. You're a second-generation driver. Your dad raced in the ARCA series as well. Uh, What's it been like working with him? I am a second-generation driver as well with my dad. And I know it is a very interesting dynamic when you have the dad-daughter and the driver-driver. Not only do we butt heads like crazy, but uh, he's also my biggest supporter and my biggest critic. Uh, Talk about your relationship there with your dad, not only away from the racetrack, but at the racetrack. Um, he's definitely my biggest role model, my biggest inspiration. We butt heads most of the time at the racetrack, but it's only because he wants the best for me. So once he's on the radio and stuff, it's not like he's my father. He's a crew member. He's a coach for me. So I have to take him in as a coach and talk to him like he's my um, driving coach, crew chief, whatever else. We, we do really have a good connection. I don't think anybody, like you said, you have a good connection with your dad. I don't think anybody will ever understand the type of connection girl drivers have with their fathers. So you mentioned a moment ago you got into motorsports and racing, obviously, through your dad, second-generation driver from Hueytown, Alabama, uh, obviously a famous town uh, for the mm-hmm. motorsports world. So uh, – 
first off, at what point did you decide this is what I want to do? I want to be a race car driver. Kind of walk us through that that early process in your career for you. So I was really bad. So um, I just have to walk outside and then go do whatever. But um, he would always keep the race car here. All of his friends would come over and help him work on the race car and just get it ready to go run for that weekend. And um, I was so little, I just came outside and tried to help all I could. And um, there was these little kids driving a go-kart around, like not an actual go-kart, but just like a yard cart. So I went over there and I drove it all the time. And then I came back to the house and I told dad, I was like, I really want to race. And then he, at age nine, um, he actually got me my first go-kart and then I raced go-karts until age 12 and then got in the late model. And you got in the late model at a young age as well. We often talk about um, the age which kids are now branching up into full-size late model cars or full-size stock cars. You were 12 years old when you went into late models, straight from go-karts to late models. Yes. We've seen a lot of drivers. I don't even know how to shift the gear. <laughs> That's all right. I don't either. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> hey it's okay we like i said kyle kyle doesn't even know how to do that and he's uh he's uh, oh. i'm not gonna throw you under the bus here kyle he's quite a bit older than us and he can't even drive manuals so <laughs> um but yeah 12 years old that's a really young age but now you've gotten you know a handful of years underneath your belt um in full-size stock cars you recently just ran i believe the alabama 200 correct yes. and you're the only female in that field finished pretty well there what are your aspirations? I mean, you're 16 years old, if I, if I recollect here. What are your aspirations that you want to do in the next couple of years of your racing career? Um, I would really like to get an ARCA ride or even like a Canaan ride. Not even just a ride, but just to go and able to like test and learn all I can. Just try to bring all of that in. And I've always wanted to race NASCAR. Haley Deegan, she's one of my biggest inspirations. Like, Bobby Allison is my first, and she is probably my second because what she's doing right now is just absolutely insane. Like, going out there and running with the best of the best, even, like, Kevin Harvick talking to her and stuff, that's just crazy. Um, I really just want to be able to get a good sponsor, maybe go test an ARCA card here and there, and then just – from there you mentioned Bobby Allison how close are you to Bobby uh down there obviously you know he was kind of founded the uh the Alabama gang you know 35 40 years ago how close are you to Bobby and how instrumental is he in in Um, getting you into racing in your career whenever I first started racing late models he would always call me that Saturday morning or text me and tell me good luck today. He actually, whenever I raced go-karts, I won a national championship up in North Carolina. And he actually took me to the banquet. So he was my banquet date for the championship. So we definitely do have a really close bond. He talks to me like I'm his granddaughter. And same thing for Red Farmer. Um, He actually still races dirt cars up here in Talladega. So we go over there and try to help him as much as we can. So we're definitely real close. And that's so cool to hear that connection because there's not a lot of drivers, especially young drivers, that get to have connections with, you know, 
NASCAR legends. I mean, they're so far and few in between anymore. So to have that connection is pretty cool. Um, looking ahead here, we're all kind of unsure of what the racing schedule holds for us. If and when racing does resume, what does your schedule look like? We know you race a lot down in the southern states. Do you have any plans to expand that up towards the Carolinas? Uh, what's your 2020 race schedule look like, all things considered? Um, my 2020 race schedule, it's kind of here and there because we are a low-budget race team. We try to race every single weekend, but if we do, it's going to be at, like, Constable Speedway, Savory Speedway, and, like, the Montgomery and probably Pensacola as of right now. Um, we've had a bit of struggles with the sponsorships and stuff because um, you can't really – it's so hard to get a good sponsorship, and we are a low-budget race team. It's just me and Dad, so we don't really know um, what all we can do as of right now. You've run the last two Snowflake 100s. Uh, what's that experience been like? Obviously, one of the biggest stages for pro late model racing in this country. Um, it's really crazy. I go down there with um, a mindset of just making the race because yep. of how many great drivers there are. And we actually have made the race every time I've raced it. So going down there each year, um, it gives me a lot of determination to just run better and better as I go. And that race, I've been fortunate enough to go down there twice now and be a part of the Snowball Derby weekend. And hands down, the Snowflake field is probably, if not more competitive, I would say, than the Derby field half the time with just the close caliber of the cars, the amount of cars that show up. I mean, it's definitely a feat in itself, like you said, just to make the race. So, um, well, JoJo, again, thank you so much for joining us today. Enjoy this time off before school kicks back up because we all know eventually it is going to somehow – catch up to you and you'll be stuck doing homework at a, at a kitchen table as we record shows from our kitchen tables but um thank you again and hopefully we'll get the chance to catch up with you here soon at a racetrack thank you so much y'all have a great day thanks you too Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTire.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Welcome back to NASCAR Coast to Coast. Each and every week we have the opportunity to highlight one of NASCAR short tracks across the country, brought to you by Whelan Engineering. And this week we're going to take a look at Alaska Raceway Park up in Palmer, Alaska. It is a third-mile asphalt oval. Alaska Raceway is the scenic mountains of Palmer, Alaska, 41 miles north of Anchorage. The raceway was opened in 1964 as a drag strip with the oval opening in 2016 as part of the NASCAR Will and All-American Series. And it is NASCAR's 
only, I'm sorry, it is Alaska's only NASCAR sanctioned track. The track is 63 feet above sea level and the massive 6,398 foot Pioneer Peak awaits drivers at the finish line. Definitely a very scenic victory lane picture. Its adjacent quarter mile dirt oval racetrack was operated from 1980 to 1986 and the season runs from Mother's Day to Labor Day. Again, that is Wheelin Engineering's Wheelin Track Spotlight, Alaska Raceway Park. Be sure to check it out. Wheelin designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheelin product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheelin is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Well, Kyle, our first NASCAR Coast to Coast episode from remote locations. Uh, me apparently. Well, I'm always remote location. That is true. You are always remote, but very rarely do I get to record from uh, my living room. Or what is going to become my living room. Well, it's your living room. It's just not put together yet. So we're getting there. That's maybe be- next week we'll see a couch behind you. Yeah, slowly. That'll be our progress. We'll do the Hannah's uh living room checkup. Obviously. What track should I go to next week to do the show? That's a good question. If you want Kyle to go to a certain track, tweet us at NASCAR Coast to Coast or MRN Coast to Coast. What is our Twitter handle? MRN Coast to Coast. MRN Coast to Coast, and tell us what racetrack you want Kyle to go to. Yeah, and uh, I'll show up there magically. Yeah. We'll um, a little more news. Uh, you mentioned Whelan Euro Series, their news a little bit ago. The NASCAR Pinty Series has a little bit of news as well. They're supposed to open their season on May 17th at Canadian Tire Motorsports Park in Bowmanville, Ontario, Canada. Um, the track came out and said in a statement earlier this week that they too – are on hold. All activity there is uh, suspended for now. And hopefully, I'm not quite sure what uh, the state is um, as far as lockdown is concerned up in Toronto. But uh, hopefully they can get back going here pretty quick as well. Um, but a, a great facility. And, uh, you know, we often talk about the NASCAR Pinty Series as the last uh, of the NASCAR tours to open up uh, because of their weather up there. Uh, this actually might play into their favor and might actually, they might actually get a couple races in before modifieds do say per se. So we'll see, but uh, track officials did say that they are also on a hold up there. A lot of activity at that racetrack between the go-kart racetrack and the, as they call it, the Grand Prix racetrack that we run with the NASCAR Gander trucks and the NASCAR Pinty series. So. And I, and I know we talked about it a lot last week, obviously uh, no real racing happening, but virtual racing, plenty of that going on. Uh, we talked about the Replacements 100. That was the inaugural uh, kickoff. Just started us some fun between Kevin Hamlin and TJ Major, Majors, the NASCAR spotters. That is now a regular thing. Every Wednesday yep. night, you guys can tune in and watch that. Um, you know, the oh, Dylan run an IndyCar the other night. Dylan did run an IndyCar the other night. He ran that uh, Bomberito Invitational at Gateway. Did not make it out of the B-Main. Well. Did he even neither- make it to the B-Main? Yeah, he made it to the B-Main. Um, he was in a transfer spot when he 
wrecked in turn two. Andy Sice was also in that race, and he ended up upside down on the front stretch tumbling. So, um, yeah, I mean, it happens. Dylan is claiming technical difficulties in that wreck. He has the video footage to prove. Um, oh, i got the pictures. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. He was very fired up. Uh, we were at his house, and he has a balcony that the iRacing is on, and I was downstairs, and I would hear the of the wheel, and then I'd hear and he would be just cussing or whatever and I'm like he must not be doing very good and then I would get a text message from you that said dude <laughs> I was like wow. he just broke both of his virtual legs yeah in in that turn two accident but you know what that's going to pass the time now for for the month of April for the month of May probably um I know IndyCar's got a series going NASCAR has a series going on a lot of different platforms we have the NASCAR heat platform on PlayStation and Xbox we have the iRacing um, stuff on, you know, desktop computers. A um, lot happening virtually, and, and thanks to the internet, we can all watch together um, on applications such as this. Kyle, do you have iRacing? No. No. In fact, um, the folks from iRacing called today um, because they wanted me to get involved with what Stafford's doing. Stafford Speedway, another example of a, a NASCAR short track. They put together a Friday night program last week that had 55 drivers from their racetrack compete. Teddy Hodgson take, uh, was able to claim the win, um, but they're looking for announcers and stuff. And my desktop is 15 years old. I can't find the cables to even plug it into a monitor. So, um, yeah, we're struggling right now with the iRacing stuff. Well, send them my way. I'll be helping with uh, Evergreen Speedway. They have a yeah. – deal going on with their summer series they're hosting virtual races and i will be a part of the summer showdown they're going to host a virtual summer showdown yep. at the five eight mile excited to join that crew again also helping with nascar heat a bunch um not sure when this episode is going out but when it does it'll have already probably passed that kyle and i are announcing the uh nascar heat race again if there's no technical issues if there's no technical <laughs> i might be solo at this point you might be in who knows? My dog, Janet, my also co-host, she's sitting at the door really mad that she can't come in while mom works. So it is really fun. We're all in this together. We'll all get through it together. Um, you know, stay healthy, stay six feet from anybody. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll all be back together soon at short tracks and big tracks uh, near you here this summer. Perfect. Well, we look forward to doing it again next week. Again, guys, let us know where you want Kyle to go this next week and tweet us a picture, tag Kyle and I or our MRN Coast to Coast Twitter handle, and we'll get Kyle set up for that racetrack for next week. Look forward to it. Bye, guys. You've been listening to NASCAR Coast to Coast, presented by Whelan, also brought to you by Hercules Tires. NASCAR Coast to Coast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved.